The awesome foursome, Sangeeta, Poonam, Uma and Meenal are back with another episode of Crash Landed on K-Dramas. A romantic date with a newfound partner, an evening gathering with high school friends, after work outings with colleagues, say a family gathering, a mother or a grandmother visiting. A common theme to all of these is food. When a K-drama has any of these scenes, there's food, a lot of food and drinks. There's a lot that we get to watch and learn about Korean food or drinks and their drinking and dining habits from the dramas. Let's explore all this and more in our today's episode where we talk about the presence and significance of food in K-dramas. Kimchi, is there a K-drama without kimchi at all? Have you ever seen any drama which doesn't mention kimchi? I doubt that. When we think about kimchi, what is the first thing that comes to mind? The crazy amounts of cabbage that they show in the dramas, either a halmoni or a oma or somebody from the family, dad or probably some kids getting bullied into drying the cabbage, mixing the kimchi, wearing those rubber gloves. What is so special about kimchi? It goes with everything, right? They mention kimchi when they're eating ramyeon, when they're eating rice, or when, even when they're drinking, they don't fail to mention kimchi. I think uh, if I have to think about kimchi, I think my recent discovery about kimchi has been the kimchi slap. I didn't know about that earlier. <laughs> But when we were just uh, looking at topics to cover for the podcast and reading up, I realized there is something called a kimchi slab because I haven't watched a lot of soap operas, actually. I did not watch any of their daily soaps. So I did not watch any of the kimchi slap videos that they showed on YouTube. But that's one hilarious thing. Listeners, if you haven't ever watched kimchi slap, you should just go immediately look up on YouTube what is a kimchi slap. Maybe we'll give them the link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the poor victim in that uh, scene, that famous viral scene of kimchi slap, the poor victim has actually gone on multiple shows and talked about how bloody painful that was. Like that entire spicy thing over there, he said that it took days for that feeling to, you know, completely go away from his skin. And the other thing that we uh, think about kimchi is uh, the beautiful containers, right? The containers in which the halmonis and omas pass, uh, pass it on. Halmoni is a grandmother in Korean, by the way. And uh, the way they neatly wrap it in these pink or golden sheer cloth, uh, the wooden boxes, it looks so beautiful. My introduction to kimchi was actually crash landing on you when she goes and hides in the cellar when the North Korean inspectors are coming to inspect the house. And there was a scene where the women are at the sea harvesting the cabbage and then dipping it in sea water for fermentation. So that was a revelation. I'm like, what are they doing? What is what is this? So that's when I went and read up about kimchi a lot. To me, it feels like in Indian cuisine, we always have a pickle on the side or a radish salad or a carrot salad, something which is so essential to our our daily meals that's how it uh, came across i think kimchi is there in all walks of life and it's associated on a daily basis with the koreans uh, so it's just not the kimchi that is had along with the uh, ramyeon and things like that they just take kimchi and make a fried rice out of it they take the kimchi make a stew out of it 
anything and everything has a kimchi component in it and uh, the process of the mother or the grandmother making it or in a restaurant uh, which is owned by individuals they try and make the kimchi themselves every drama that i watch these ladies or men come with those rubber gloves and start mixing the cabbage chili flakes and everything and massage it and the whole scene is revolving around making of kimchi so that uh, really stands out and it looks like kimchi making is a family event that reminds me of a scene in boys over flowers where gu junpyeol who is who is this chebul character he goes to his girlfriend's house uninvited and he is living sheltered life without his family feeling he's grown up lonely without parental love there they are getting together to make kimchi as in the girlfriend and her brother they are playing catch catch with lots of cabbages and passing cabbages across and he feels like oh this is fun i have to be part of this as well and he gets involved and he pushes his girlfriend away from the queue <laughs> and starts throwing cabbage and carrying cabbages across because he feels like it's a fun thing and those memories of the family making kimchi together and feeding him kimchi with this wearing those rubber gloves those are the memories he cherishes remembers it many times over in the later episodes as well so kimchi is equal to family so one more thing i realized from the show two days one night uh, reality show apparently there are 100 plus varieties of kimchi i mean i was what totally <laughs> mind blown when i heard that and they actually give names of so many types of kimchi in that they literally ferment every fruit or vegetable available they make pineapple kimchi passion fruit kimchi and what not the pd gives the names of all those kimchis on the show it is mind blowing i i did not know before that Uma, you mentioned kimchi fried rice, right? Coffee princess scene just shot at me when he yes yes she's still the boy like he's she's not come out yeah, as the girl. This. They've gone to his apartment and he makes kimchi fried rice for her, and she gives she just takes a serving spoon and eats away the whole pan, and he's shocked at her appetite. How can you just finish all of this? So that that scene is so cute. I absolutely loved it. Loved the expression and and that rice also looked very tempting. So I was very hungry after seeing that scene. Uh, Minal, I've tried the kimchi fried rice myself, and when I have uh, nothing else to cook and there's only a bit of rice left, I just make it into a kimchi fried rice. <laughs> and man, it's amazing and takes you to another level altogether. So before we go into the other scenes, we should tell the listeners when they start watching Korean dramas, you're going to feel very hungry after watching Korean dramas. Absolutely. There are food shows and there are Korean dramas with a lot of food, so it makes you really hungry. At least it makes me very hungry. Absolutely. and when we are talking about food of course it has to go with drinks right so there has to be when we talk about korean dramas there has to be soju so the shot glasses the sound that they make when they're going to about to drink we have to talk about soju so soju is also everywhere right the office meetings and be it a family meetings if it is a girl introducing a boy to her family or the other way around also they generally have a meeting around soju or even the food meeting if they are going to meet over a lunch or a meal uh, serving soju is such a big thing right such a important thing be it in the office sitting or the family sitting the eldest person will serve the soju in the glass to the young to whoever they pass on to and they pass it on right so again uh, that's one thing i found very uh, interesting in just to give a pointer on uh, you know the uh, number of time it occurs in the soju scenes literally every episode will have one soju scene or the other somewhere they you know have a drink that is amount of frequency in which the soju comes 
and talking about soju i definitely have to mention uh, there's something called as msd no 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 the msd that i'm talking about is not the msd that you guys are thinking it's nothing but an acronym for mix shake and drink and uh, this is nothing but a drink uh, that is made out of a combination of soju and beer and i noticed this in uh, king the eternal monarch where female lead is supposed to be a pro in mixing the drinks and she she just says this is my trademark msd so i i want to try the combination of uh, you know a particular proportion of soju and a particular proportion of beer i i think it it should be very good that's what you know it portrays but i made to try it soju and beer the combination the name is called somek when they mix it the bombs the soju bombs that they make right yes it's soju bomb yeah i've heard that yeah. soju bomb I've yeah soju bomb i have heard right and somek is very closer to it etymology of som som meaning amrat or wine in you know in hindi and uh, somek is also again in the office settings it's so they show it so commonly right there's glass of whiskey at the bottom and then they put the soju on top and then they do this shots they just tumble one uh, one shot and then the, all the shots fall into the whiskey glasses so that is also again it's a skill literally <laughs> yeah i have seen one show where a character was hitting their head against the table again and again because they were not <laughs> able to throw all the glasses in one shot i don't know which drama that was but one thing i noticed and uh, i should have gone and probably researched more about it is when they drink so when they do the cheers they turn sideways and they drink the soju is that out of respect or what is it no it's it's not about the cheers yeah that is about respect it's not about cheers so when they're drinking they don't want to show to the elders sitting in front of them whoever's elders or superiors that they're drinking so that the right. turn to the right or left whatever and they make sure they drink on the side i found it very enduring honestly i found it really enduring i'm like that's something which i've not seen in any culture so uh, that stood out so just serving also is a hierarchical your elder then are supposed to be served first and then you have to return that immediately enough you have to serve them back when we meet next time we are <laughs> going to try the soju bomb huh? <laughs> definitely i don't drink but i will try this for sure you will have to carry me back home yes <laughs> on your back so <laughs> no, the other thing that we have to talk about is when it comes to drinks the amount of exotic wines that they make right they talk about this plum wine in so many uh, dramas i think they make with a lot of fruits also because i remember in uh, warm and cozy these wine bottles that uh, yu yun sak has in his restaurants and even in i think uh, fight for my way second female lead's mom makes a lot of those wines and she gets those even in startup last scene when hanji pyong turns up at dosan's uh, oh, house yeah, right. <laughs> and his father he's like i want that wine <laughs> so they keep drinking ah uh, even in she was pretty when he goes to their place for the first time park sojun is not so much of a drinker also so kwang mun tries to tell him that you know he's not so much of a drinker it's okay forget it don't give him one glass and he's out but he wants to show his enthusiasm to the family so he says no 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 i will have it <laughs> and then he has this one glass of plum wine and he's like out sloshed so which were your favorite soju scenes in the dramas if you have to pick one or just tell the listeners uh, about how it blends in their culture we have to talk about soju scene mostly about the bonding that they show right either the 
characters they are uh, meeting for the friends or when they are pouring their hearts out when they are in a tricky situations i think those are like more uh, touching scenes i would say one scene which i really uh, love you know which is very uh, unique in terms of being drunk and getting carried on the back generally the heroine gets drunk and they are carrying her on the back right that is typical drinking drinking scenes <laughs> the piggy back the famous piggy backs <laughs> exactly so the famous piggy backs so one of those scenes i really like is uh, from touch your heart you in not really gets drunk of course she's not drinking soju there i think she's i'm talking about a wine drinking scene here she's basically drinking because she knows that the hero loves her but he's not telling she gets drunk and she's angry calling him and she's saying what the hell why can't you at least you know admit that you like me why the hell are you not telling me why the hell are you not confessing to me so that is a very cute scene meenal's famous suspicious partner has a scene where bongi and the other three ladies get drunk and slosh oh, yes. yeah. and you know both their boyfriends come to pick them up and Yes, I know Bongi gets piggyback. Uh, even dissonance of the sun, that scene, right, where Song Joong Ki carries her, and she can't even remember that it's her own place. She keeps saying that it's not even my place. Why did you get me here? And they'll get the surprise of their life when they see the mom. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. My favorite was in uh, Crash Landing on You. Female lead and the male lead are sitting at her apartment. He's beginning to express himself and how he wants a future with her, and they know a future is not possible because of the situation they are in, North Korea, South Korea. and he keeps telling her keep drinking because you can't remember this the next morning what i'm telling you and that scene is so beautiful and i don't want to give it away to the listeners because i think they should watch this drama just and go and watch that scene it's it's so beautifully depicted how much in love those two are so my favorite uh, soju scene will be from what's wrong with secretary kim where the big boss doesn't know these uh, ladies are going for drinks three co-workers one of them is actually his girlfriend but no one in the office knows about it these three ladies get the confession out of second lead about the love she has for the boss so this is the scenario and they all end up getting sloshed uh, middle of the night the boss gets the phone call saying you need to come here and it's a very urgent matter that you need to attend to this guy runs and comes and sees all the three girls are like flat out and they didn't bother that it was their boss and they started taking his wallet his watch and everything and kept him as a witness to all the talkings that these girls were doing and in the end the female lead played by park min young who is a secretary kim so she has to be carried literally to her place that scene the funniest part is when all of them start calling him by name right he's the vice president till that time they keep calling calling him by title and suddenly everybody is like can we call you young juna <laughs> so oh, hilarious what's wrong with secretary kim is such a is such a light hearted oh, yeah. drama but it is such good unbelievably fun unbelievably hilarious i mean very very hilarious yeah. i didn't expect it to be this good i really enjoyed uh, watching that drama and the anti climax of that scene is next day in the morning when the boss is calling these girls to their room you should see their expression one is carrying his wallet the other one is carrying his watch and it's a priceless expression with these girls <laughs> absolutely that's a beautiful beautiful scene <laughs> i uh, remember one very weird scene around uh, soju drinking it's in uh, 
डोंट डेयर टू ड्रीम विच कॉल जेलसी इन कार्नेट मेनली जो चंगसुक्स कैरेक्टर ही इज गोइंग थ्रू अ ट्रीटमेंट and so he shouldn't be drinking is what he has been told but he hasn't told anybody at working so they go on this office outing and inevitably of course there is soju this female lead keeps drinking his share of drinks which is so awkward because everybody in the office is wondering every time i offer this guy a drink she is drinking and so they keep offering another one to this guy and they're like okay fine she took away your drink okay take here another one and she actually jumps from the next table to his table every time he is offered a drink and snaps it and drinks it over and he, his heart is melting at every uh, drink she has for him and he feels for her that my god like she's suffering through it and getting drunk on on my account and i mean even though it's not his uh, instinct but he feels like what's happened to her because of me so i should go protect her or or take care of her for some weird reason that scene has stayed in my mind because this is highly unconventional yeah that's true that's that's a very sweet scene too i mean because till that time he doesn't have any feelings for her actually the whole office knows she has a crush on him and he has re- rejected her but still she doesn't mind making a fool of herself goes in front of all these people and she try- pitches in for him yeah i think every time you are sad in k dramas and you're you want to be a devdas you go to a small side soju place and just drink soju and inevitably your friends <laughs> or your colleague will come and join you anyway they will find you oh what are you doing here oh you're drinking soju at yeah, i have to give you company now anyway it's like those scenes in startup also right where hanj pyong goes and after he's got probably got rejected <laughs> and once they finish having the soju uh, they end up calling the, you know someone and yes. then you know give full galis <laughs> true 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 soju and kimchi and then of course can ramyeon be left behind who doesn't know about ramyeon if you have even remotely heard about korean dramas ramyeon has a very interesting connotation also in korean culture so when you're saying that shall we eat some ramyeon together <laughs> or do you want to eat ramyeon with me do you want to check out what it means yeah sure go ahead and google please <laughs> so <laughs> so many different versions of noodles right it's not just the instant cup ramyeon that we generally look at in india or anywhere else that you get in the convenience stores but there are so many different versions of noodles uh, jajangmyeon or kalguksu you talk about japche yes but then still everybody craves for ramyeon just think about how appealing it is right it's just fast food junk food you can just put some boiling hot water in that and eat it's so exciting even to just think about and the way they describe the whole experience all the time right oh wow it's so spicy and the way they just break that egg and put on top of the ramyeon that itself is so appetizing when you look at it i mean i am a vegetarian and i will probably not be able to eat many of the ramyeon dishes that they show on the shows but still it's so appetizing just to look at it and <laughs> look at how much they're enjoying the ramyeon <laughs> isn't it same here nothing i understand uh, about the food what they show as an octopus and snails and uh, i mean ramyeon has almost all kinds of meats and everything but uh, everything that they show is beautiful i mean it's uh, very well presented that's why the feeling of hunger even though exactly. i know i can't eat it <laughs> that's true and tell me if i'm wrong but i understood ramyeon to be the instant food rather than like japchae and other food is basically you cook from scratch perhaps at times no even the ramyeon only the 
the cup ramyeon is instant food uh, the other ramyeon which they properly cook that is with normal regular noodle cake and they put all the veggies and everything and cook the noodles themselves and that is separate but do you remember crash landing on you where captain ree actually makes the noodles from the dough for her yeah so exactly. that's actually the authentic way to do it right I got this impression after watching multiple key dramas is that if you are not living with family or you're living single or if you are poor you eat a lot of ramen I mean that is like go to food my favorite ramen scene is uh, from boys over flowers again same guj into a character so his girlfriend has been thrown out of his house and she is you know renting in a very poor shabby building which and because he wants to be near to her he rents a place next to hers and uh, uninvited he goes to her place and he can smell something really nice so the girlfriend and her brother they are eating this ramen and he's like oh my god that looks good serves himself uh, in a bowl and eats and then he notices that his girlfriend is eating ramen on a lid lid of the pan instead of in a bowl so he's like no 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 that looks better so he quickly you know puts back his bowl back and he's like give me that give me that and he loves it so much that heats all up and both the brother and sister don't get to eat anything like that and they're supposed to be poor and that is the only access to the food that they had there is another scene which when you know he's back at his home and he's rich and all sorts of foods are available to him but he is craving for that particular ramen he ate at his girlfriend's house so very weird uh, plot twist the girlfriend is actually a maid at his house he calls her and he says that can you make the ramen for me she goes to all that trouble into the kitchen and makes a fantastic looking ramen and brings it back to him he's like no that's not how i want to eat where is the pan's lid i will eat it on lid i thought that is very cute and sweet uh, even in secretary came right where he is not able to eat that hot ramyeon she shows him a trick how to use the a paper covering of the cup ramyeon to make it like a small cup and hold your ramyeon so that your mouth doesn't burn when we talk about ramyeon the first thing that comes to my mind is the scene in k2 where uh, jichanguk is monitoring yuna in her room he is supposed to be the bodyguard and and then he sees that this girl is suddenly waking up in the middle of the night and she's searching the cupboards what's wrong he's observing her for a while and then he realizes that she's actually looking for ramyeon and he is sitting in the cctv monitoring room and he is doing this for, as if he is playing a video game right he keeps telling that go there open that cupboard it has to be there in that it's usually on the right side you should open that see this and she does all that and just like he thinks she'll go open the cupboard pick out the ramyeon she gets a bowl fills it with water and everything and then she doesn't know how to cook it right she gets confused and she's like okay i don't know what to do with it and one day she just leaves and then again he observes that she finally gets to learn he she finally makes ramyeon for herself and he's so happy and satisfied right actually this so much going on in those scenes that it's just simple thing of cooking ramyeon but there is so much that happens between the male lead and the female lead without them even knowing about each other that was very beautifully shown i think for me that is one ramyeon scene that really stuck in my mind i've always sensed that these scenes bring out some kind of emotional connect between the characters and i have to say this because angita i identify is that we've crushed so hard over hanji pyong's character in startup Uh, he likes this girl and they are at the restaurant uh, he wants to talk to her first he folds the tissues then the chopsticks he plates uh, for her then the waitress gets the bowl of ramyeon he mixes the noodles for her and while he's mixing his own he tells her he likes her i'm like just say yes how could he not say yes to this guy so <laughs> there are so many emotional connects around these scenes and oh what 
simple noodles and you realize what a big part of their life ramyeon is so i just have uh, two things that stands out for me uh, in ramyeon i'm the thing that i noticed was you know they have it so hot it's piping hot and they fill their mouth with that piping hot thing i don't know how the lips and the tongue are not getting burned and and literally when when the person chews it the the uh, the smoke or the fume comes the out of the mouth showing <laughs> yeah and as if the spice is not enough they'll put kimchi on top of it that is one thing which is like a hilarious second thing which i noticed about ramyeon was you know how much of fine dining they spend money they go out they go on a date blah 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 end of the day they want to come back and have ramyeon ramyeon is just like a dal chawal for us <laughs> true true it's like curd it's rice. their comfort food it's their comfort food so even the big uh, like in oh my ghost sangeeta's favorite uh, show the the guy is famous uh, chef but end of the day what he wants to have he's in a hurry he's feeling hungry he, he just has ramyeon and he's feeling blissful all over and don't dare to dream i don't know how but joe jones's character actually manages to find some abandoned little visited corner in office where he cooks ramen for the leading lady and since throughout the show he is pairing uh, with the second female lead who is his like co-anchor so leading lady uh, who is a weather lady often feels jealous one moment of sheer weakness when she is losing the ground against second female lead she tells her do you know he cooks ramen for me in office have you ever eaten that I found it really cute because that ramen is a symbol of bonding and their relationship. And talking of don't dare to dream, uh, Poonam, you remember uh, that's how he proposes to her also, saying that I will make thousand ramens for you. Yeah, and that's how they ended also. They back in the same place with the ramen is how that entire series ends as well. So when we are talking about food again, we cannot leave grilling behind, right? the barbecues the beef barbecues the korean barbecues bulgogi as they call it let's talk about the bulgogi scenes coveted or loved food for them is the korean beef if you have to incentivize somebody or something in korean dramas that will be saying that okay i'll give you korean beef <laughs> true 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 and it's such a big thing you know, for everybody if somebody is treating you korean beef you're never going to let go of it i think it's expensive as well pork seems to be very common but uh, beef seems to be like a luxury or expensive item what is difference between korean beef and other beef because they specially mention korean beef and there is a word starting with h that they hanu hanu that is what they call quality of korean beef is so much better or the meat is juicier you know in japan the wagyu beef is very expensive and coveted so if you go have it in restaurants it's a very steep priced i'm guessing it must be on the same lines so when we talk about beef the uh, drama or the scenes that immediately pop in my mind are from my girlfriend is a gumiho in which shinmina is actually a gumiho gumiho is a korean mythical character a nine tailed fox shinmina actually looks very cute in that always wearing this white color flowing dress and to think that somebody like that is gobbling of chunks of beef is actually quite unimaginable but you, when you watch her do that it's hilarious it's actually quite hilarious in fact the drama starts with uh, lee sungi running away from her in the background he's saying that i'm running away because my girlfriend is a gumiho and if i don't give her beef she'll probably eat me <laughs> so that's <laughs> i have to watch this <laughs> it's such a, 
Oh yes, it's such a hilarious drama. And then most remarkable scene is I remember Chinmina is trying to earn money. Okay, she but she doesn't know anything what to do in the human world. But she wants to earn money. That Ajuma where she's working, which she says that okay, I will show you one job. Do you really love eating? Do you really love beef? And she takes her to this uh, live shopping channels, this TV shopping channels that they have. In this uh, scene, they're selling Korean beef. So they're literally, you know, grilling that meat. And they have two women, this Ajumma and Shinmina, sitting and eating the beef. So they have to just show that how women are really enjoying the beef. This is so good, so you have to buy it. So that is their pitch, the TV channels. Shinmina sits there and she doesn't care, right? She just wants beef. She's a gumiho, she just wants beef. So she's like, I don't give a damn. Okay, they should me fine <laughs> and she's happily eating this pounds and pounds of meat it's so funny that whole scene and but this is what i love about korean dramas in so many series my name is kim samson coffee prince weightlifting fairy kim bokchu the women are shown to enjoy their food and have a huge appetite and they're not ashamed of it they are proud of it they can beat the hell out of guys in all these food competitions how often do we see this shown on television women loving food i absolutely have loved this bit and they're not even eating prettily all the time you yeah, know exactly so <laughs> yeah gobbling yeah, it all that, up that's what i love the most about it it's, it's so raw it's like how you sit at home right and eat yeah. and that's how you do it and enjoy food <laughs> this reminds me of a scene in personal taste where Lee Min Ho is trying to uh, give a coaching class to Sonia Jin on how to behave like a proper woman to you know woo her boyfriend. This is the training session on and there is a special coaching on how much of food you can eat at a time. Every time she comes to pick up the beef, she said, no, you can't eat this now. And she'll be like, you know, drooling over the beef, waiting to eat and everything. And he said, no, you have to eat one by one slowly. All the training, you know, like how to be like an ideal woman who a man loves. At Junji Hen, I have to say that that Legend of the Blue Sea, her character is very much into food. There is one scene where they are recruiting her to be part of that spindling thing that they are going to do. And they tell her, I'm going to act as a, you know, rich level and you're going to be the girlfriend. They're just three conditions. You will not speak, you will not laugh and you will not eat. And she's like totally losing it that she cannot eat. And he's like, no, I will buy you something very nice after and she's like, particularly what? <laughs> and then he's looking at his excitement because he obviously has easily co-opted her. He said, okay, what do you want? I'll, I'll buy you what you want. I will buy you all sweet. And she asked for pork, uh, pork and uh, pork intestines or something like that. I don't know. Pork rind? Ah, pork yes, rind. Yes. yes, that's what she asked for. That's pork skin, actually. It's a delicacy again. So that's another thing very unique to Korean food that they eat all the parts, be it the chicken or the pork. They eat the feet, intestines or anything. Can't uh, end the barbecue discussion uh, and Poonam will agree to this yeah. without the scene of weightlifting fairy, right? Definitely. So, <laughs> it's hilarious. I think well, they won a competition and they go out. Uh, they are weightlifting uh, the group. Yeah, that's correct. And they're sitting with juniors. And she's teaching how to make most of her eating session. And she's like, you have to pace your food well. And then they, she uses an acronym, which the juniors are thinking, like, what does she mean? RMFC. Do you want to talk about that? Meal? <laughs> yeah. So she goes like, wait, first you only have the meat. Then you have only the grilled meat. Then you have the grilled marinated meat. Then you have the fried rice. And after all this, as a palate cleanser, you have cold noodles. The beauty of the scene is 
they're showing these uh, caricatures and the cartoon uh, uh, stuff of how the whole step is and literally i was reading up if you google search perfect way to have a barbecue is being defined in weightlifting uh, fairy you should follow her method and because they are such food lovers yeah all the, the three girls only can think of food and only can think of barbecue it's it's throughout that theme is throughout that entire uh, series so that's one of my favorite uh, barbecue scenes i like kimchi barbecue is also a family event thing yes one of my favorite scenes is from crash landing on you captain ree meets his ducklings in south korea and he's sitting with his, with sonia jin and he's telling them you know how my heart really hurts thinking you know how much troubles you would have gone through coming from north korea to south korea and while he says this he picks up a meat chunk and he puts it on the rice for on sonia jin's bowl this duckling who is most outspoken and he says that i'm sorry to say this your heart you know is beating for us but you're giving all the meat to her so this act of you know putting fish and meat on somebody else's rice is also like an act of love this leads me to think that the reason why there is a lot of food in korean drama according to me this is my theory is because food represents love if we look into our personal experiences for example for me uh, my sister would wake up really early because she was a teacher but she would wake up early and pack my lunch boxes for every day that lunch box every day was an act of love and i feel that is there in the korean culture as well because when sangeeta mentioned those colorful uh, cloths that they use to tie up the lunch boxes you see that in almost all key dramas these ajumas are going to their sons and daughters houses in their absence or during weekends piling their fridge with the you know, side dishes and lunch boxes so i think that's why because in a culture of family and tradition food represents love that's how we show to each other that we love you we care for you exactly my experience or my understanding of food uh, is from to in k drama so my girl if you observe it's a drama where their whole relationship is centered around food it starts with her stealing oranges from his orchard so it starts with food literally and everything that important that happens in the drama it is through the food initially when they are trying to he's getting to know her and when they're bickering and all that he's t- she complains that you're taking me to all these cheap grill places you're not taking me to the fine dines and then later on when he starts liking her a bit when he starts treating her like an equal then they start going to good fine dining places and uh, when they first time when they go on a trip somewhere else for even that is also to pay respects for somebody who has died but there also again the bonding happens over food because she's such a foodie and she's eating right so she's eating at the place wherever uh, they're going there they sort of being a swindler that she is she swindles her way into somebody's house saying that she knows somebody there so i feel you know it's uh, how important Uh, different relationships at different stages of your life that is depicted so beautifully using food in k dramas so sangeeta i mean hearing about what you have to say about it's the food that surrounds all these uh, relationship and keeps them together so the thing that i you know remember obviously I, i'll remember everything what lee minho does that is you know given in the series legend of the blue sea the female lead uh, shim chong uh, played by jinji and she wants to give up you know wooing uh, lee min ho and wants to go back to her mermaid world uh, because uh, she thinks that she is no more going to love her and all that so at that point uh, lee min ho gives an assurance saying that yes there is a chance that i will love you come back home and he brings her back home 
and he literally in the night you know he you know almost confesses his love for uh, uh, junjian next day morning uh, lee minho wearing a light blue sweatshirt he comes out into the kitchen wearing the apron and starts chopping the onion and but he makes a special plate uh, for uh, his love so so that is a clear demonstration the rest of the roommates are actually puzzled what's wrong with them why is he waking up in the morning and making spaghetti because spaghetti is uh, love's favorite instead of telling directly that yeah i love you and made up my mind to love you he just went about cooking beautifully and arranging the plate and keeping it ready for the for the female lead and the female lead needless to mention she was fully decked up and all ready and coming to the dining table that was a memorable uh, scene for me which depicted the the true love it almost felt like you were the female lead um the way you the joy on your face <laughs> as you described the scene it almost felt like you, you know you. i i want to confess i want to confess here that you know the joy that you saw on my face which the probably the listeners won't be able to see is purely because i was imagining lee minho wearing that light blue full hand sweatshirt uma the listeners the listeners will hear it in your voice that i can assure you <laughs> both sangeeta and you know uma you mentioned how and even poonam said this very beautifully that food depicts love in korean dramas and to me one scene really uh, i connected with i re- it resonated so much with me was reply 1988 essentially the series is about five friends and five families living in the same neighborhood they are watching uh, television in one of their friends house and the mom's call them for dinner they go and then the mom start giving each kid one dish to take to the other household this scenario goes on for like i think 10 minutes and there is complete frustration on the faces of the kids they are like if our mothers are going to do this why can't we just get together and eat but what beautifully came out is so there's one family where the wife has died and it's only the father and the son and they are sitting very seriously at the table just rice and curry and at the end of this whole scene the whole table fills up with all the dishes from all the households and i connected because we grew, i grew up in a colony uh, in a lovely neighborhood and not only were neighbors in the building but other buildings and our moms did this all the time if there was something favorite done in my house i had to go give it to my cousin's place i had to go give it to my friend's house and it was so beautiful so beautiful that scene and there are many food scenes in reply 19 it's a fantastic series uh, but this one really uh, stayed stayed a lot with me i i go to it many times i rewatch it many many times actually uh, food is very much connected to a lot of traditions as well for example birthdays if there is any bird characters birthday which what do they make seaweed soup exactly and then there is a lot of hangover soup going on there every boyfriend or girlfriend who loves the next day after picking packing them home next day they are going to leave make a hangover soup and leave it for them even if they have to go back to work hangover soup is there waiting punam hangover soup first i thought just some sorted kind of a thing they put and they boil together but there is a recipe for hangover soup and you won't believe it in the restaurants that i visited in in some of the spe- uh, korean specialty restaurants there is in the it's in the menu hangover soup can you believe that so likewise like the hangover soup there is also this rice and chickens when people fall sick either the girlfriend or the mother makes that rice and chicken soup it's like a porridge very bland i think meenal will remember this in suspicious partner he hates having the and soup <laughs> he hates having it and he just has it just because she's made it for him he's like but i hate porridge he's got the such a sorry face and she just looks at him sternly and he's like okay i'll have it <laughs> he made it <laughs> okay we are done with all the food talk so how about 
when we are talking about food again we talk so much about the male lead cooking for the female lead serving and all that then we have to talk about our favorite sexiest oppas in aprons so i think uh, my favorite would be both kim sono in you drive me crazy he is probably the prettiest man ever in an apron you have to watch to believe it meenal will totally 200% agree with me <laughs> totally support it <laughs> we all know everybody's choice by now i think <laughs> and of course jojang sok in oh my god elita pick one man not the second one that was mine now <laughs> See, it's reinforcing, right? <laughs> When all of you are saying repeatedly saying the same names, it's reinforcing. <laughs> Come on, ladies, we should not fight over the opas. Exactly, opas. Come on, absolutely. You you said it, Uma. <laughs> We have to be, you know, lenient and share the opas and all the love. <laughs> Because I don't have any lead on who. Kaka character, you know, in apron and all of that, nothing like that. Uh, my favorite is Joe Jansuk in Oh My Ghostess, making that cabbage porridge thing. It's my one of my most heartwarming scenes that I can think of. So that's why, Sangeeta, how can you stick to the beautiful <laughs> man in apron? <laughs> my man in apron is uh, the king, the eternal monarch, wearing a black shirt. and and a nice apron that he wears and he goes about you know cooking an elaborate meal for his uh, girlfriend who still doesn't believe that you know he's actually the king so that's my favorite lean in home sangeeta already spoke about revon uh, kim suno as revon and you drive me crazy so i'll not reemphasize it it i echo her thoughts so my favorite oppa in cooking was ji changwook as prosecutor no in suspicious partner not when he's actually cooking for bongi but is when he does stress cooking when he stressed and he cooks lavish meals and i identified because when i used to be stressed at work i would come back and my husband used to worry thinking uh, should we order from outside you looking tired i'm like no i would just go into the kitchen and cook up a dish and that used to be one of the best dishes i've ever cooked so for me that resonated a lot so ji changwook stressed cooking is my favorite uh, scene in sp I can bet a million won that all this food talk has made you all nislas very hungry. So let us know what you decided to try. Kimchi fried rice, ramyeon, barbecue, or soju. We look forward to hearing about your Korean food escapades. If you enjoyed our episode, do spread the word. We would love to hear from you. Brickbats and feedbacks are welcome. So get in touch with us at crashlanded on kdramas at gmail dot com. Leave us a voice message in the link provided in the episode note, or simply leave us a review or rating. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handles are in the episode notes. We will be back next week with another fun episode of Crash Landed on K Dramas. So stay tuned. Anio.